0: Welcome to Geek Vibes Live!
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to a brand new episode of Geek Vibes Live! This is the August 5th, 2018 edition of Geek Vibes Live, and I'm your host, Kanan, and uh, we, have a, uh, we have a great slate lined up for everybody today. Um, it's kind of been a slow uh, couple of weeks ever since Comic-Con, uh, but we do have some stuff to talk about, and uh, joining me today is uh, Joel. How are you doing today, Joel?
2: I'm good. I'm good, and I can't wait to speak my mind on all this uh, great geeky
1: news. Yeah, we got a couple things that uh, we're going to touch on um a little bit later on that I think definitely people are going to want to hear about. Um you know, even if you don't believe it, uh it is stuff that's out there that we're going to talk about. Um we do hope to be joined by Nick um here shortly and uh is Dane uh still going to join us? I'm not sure if we if he's going to be on the server or, or not.
2: Huh? Yeah, we got to tell him when we got to tell him what what topic we're on and he might call in. We're gonna hope. Oh, someone just oh, called okay. in. Hold on. Hold on. I got. Let's I got to call caller. Yeah, let's see who that is.
1: Hello. Hello.
2: Who's speaking? Jawan. Is that Nick? Oh, Jawan. Like, no, it's not like it come. not come up as Jawan. How am I supposed to know that? <laughs> What's, <laughs>
1: know up? My What's
2: up, man? Up. We d- Jawan
1: has graced us with his presence. We did not realize you'd be joining us today.
2: Yeah, Nick yeah. can't make it, apparently.
1: Yeah,
0: so I decided that uh, I would uh, push things aside and call in.
1: Nick wasn't oh. able to.
0: How All nice right. of you?
1: Well, you know what? Forget Nick. We're going to get this show started. we yeah. got great stuff to talk about. We've got a good panel. So, uh, Jawan, uh, how are you feeling today? Are you excited about what we're talking about?
0: Absolutely, I'm ready to get
1: into it. All right, well, let's start off with that uh, Venom trailer. Um, the Venom trailer debuted Tuesday, um, and by most uh, accounts, the trailer that we saw is exactly the same footage uh, that was shown at Comic-Con. Uh, so some people got to see it twice. The lucky bastards that actually got to go to Comic-Con uh, got to see it again, and... Um, I'll start off with you, uh, Joel. What did you think of the new Venom trailer? Are you more excited after seeing the trailer, or do you feel like it's kind of tempered your excitement some?
2: Uh, I definitely didn't temper it. Uh, I would say maybe a little more excited because maybe it just confirmed that we're going to get, at the very least, we're going to get a very good looking Venom. He's going to look like Venom even without the spider. I think they did a very good job, and you see it in the trailer of him looking like venom sounding like venom um there was a lot of cool shots in that trailer that i really enjoyed uh i still don't know how the movie's gonna be i'm not sure how i'm gonna like the movie but so far i did like the cgi in the movie and i like the the, the venom part of the movie so as long as that part's okay at least i know i'll like a piece of it um but we'll see i guess (laughs)
1: Okay, talk uh, just a little bit, break down what were some of the things you liked about the trailer and some of the stuff that you didn't like.
2: Well, I mean, we got a full-body look at Venom, finally. And you got you can see, instead of, you know, we don't have this, the white spider anymore, now we have, like, he's got, like, white, veiny look to him, which looks cool. I thought it looked good on camera. Uh, I like the duality between him and uh, the symbiote, between Eddie and the symbiote. Uh, I like that it's not super serious. There is some type of silliness to it with Eddie and him kind of being almost kind of this dumb, innocent type of guy, which is not the Eddie Brock I know specifically. But I do like how it plays off with the symbiote, which kind of is kind of its own thing. Um, I like like when we saw the symbiote kind of leave his body and look at him like you saw them look like come face to face, which is pretty cool. Um, I liked a lot of the visuals. Like, I like the fact that we got com- somewhat confirmation that riot, like, the the, the, the bad guy, um, that will be riot, at least the symbiote will be riot, and then, of course, the doctor is whoever that is. I think they changed that up for the movie, but whatever. I think we're all cool with that. Um, we know there's going to be other symbiotes in the movie, so it's not just going to be Venom and riot and Venom and other symbiotes, and of course, we're all hoping that that, that post-credit scene is what we think it is, but, um, yeah, I think that that was that really it. That's really the only stuff that kind of stood out to me. The movie itself is still a question mark for me because I just I don't know how I'm gonna like the story overall. But so far, I like what I
0: see.
1: Yeah, I think I think based on the trailer, I feel like this movie is really really trying to cater to the fans. I'm gonna be honest, man. I don't think critics are gonna like this movie um, because I've seen a lot yeah. of uh, journalists. I've seen a lot of journalists already. Uh, kind of put their feedback on what they've seen from the trailer and I just don't think this movie is going to resonate well with the uh, the critics but I do think it is going to be fan service and honestly in the end that's what's going to matter the most is what it does at the box office um, and I want this movie to do well I want it to be good but I really want it to do well um, because I want to see Carnage um, but before yeah. I get into kind of what I liked and what I didn't uh, like I'm going to go to you, Jawan so tell me uh, what did you think of the trailer overall and give us a little bit about what you didn't like and what you did like.
0: Uh, the trailer overall was, was pretty good. Um, kind of like Joe, I still have to wait to like actually see the movie before I, I, I give my actual thoughts on, on the ideas. whether I think it's going to be good or not. Um, but I mean, it was a really enjoyable trailer. I mean, for everyone who is crying about not seeing enough venom or, the stupid rumor that came out months ago that we'd only see a little bit of Venom in it. Like, it was just... It was a great trailer to shut a lot of people up. Um, I mean, we were talking about the idea of them doing Venom family uh, a month or two ago, so I don't think that really shocked us to see uh, multiple people with symbios. Um, it's really cool to see Riot. Uh, the idea of him jumping from host to host uh, is pretty cool. Uh, I think by the look of this trailer, it's almost almost guarantees that the post-credit scene will probably be Carnage. Now, who's playing yeah. Carnage is, is to be seen, but I think this trailer can confirm that the end-credit scene will either be us seeing the Carnage symbiote, and maybe it not being attached to somebody, or through dialogue, and then like they walk past Woody Harrelson's character's like jail cell, and then that's how they set up for, uh, for him becoming Carnage. Uh, the, the trailer just screamed, like, this is the setup for the first one, boom, second one, if they can make it, is, is Carnage. I will agree with you, though, Kanan. Uh, I, I see this movie the same way, um, and, and maybe I shouldn't, but I see it the same way I saw Punisher Warzone. I love Punisher Warzone. I still, to this day, think that's one of our best interpretations of the Punisher. Uh, but critics completely destroyed that movie. I mean, they criticized it top to bottom, uh, I see this movie being something that's good to the fans, but critics are just like, It's crap. We don't like it. Well at tops give it maybe two or three out of out of out of five or out of ten or whatever. Um I, I liked a lot of, of the trailer. Uh the, the one thing I maybe didn't like was the joke that didn't land so well with me, uh towards the end of the trailer. Like a turd in the wind. I was just kinda like, ah, okay. Um <laughs> I I, yep. well, I, just, I, I like don't get No, I'm not <laughs> saying it was bad. I'm just saying I hope we don't. Get it was a little gone. long-winded.
1: Yeah, it was yeah, a little long-winded, started, man.
0: I just don't want a lot of comedic uh venom. That that's just uh, if you're telling me Eddie is the the guy that has that that kind of personality, I'm fine. I don't want to see Venom doing a lot of this humor. Um I think that'll put me off just a little bit too much. Uh, because if we do get Spider-Man in the same world one day, I don't need Venom and Spider-Man having a comedy like routine between each other. Um, but outside of that, I-, I loved it. Like Joelle said, it was really cool to see how the <clears throat> the personalities contrast between Eddie and, and, and Venom. How it seems like Eddie seems to be like this kind of kind-hearted kind of guy, and Venom is just completely obliterating the whole idea of him being kind-hearted, uh, but just murdering everybody. Um, so, I mean, I, I liked a lot of it. There wasn't much that I didn't like. i say if anything. there's was just that one joke that just didn't land with
1: me. Yeah, I, I completely agree, and I, I see where you're coming from, uh, Juwan. When I watched the trailer, um, that joke, I just I, I felt like it was really long. I felt like it was really long-winded, like they were really trying to force it. Other than that, I mean... You know, some of the humor that was happening before was really good, especially the interactions between uh, Eddie and, uh, uh, you know, Venom himself, uh, just kind of like the way they were talking back and forth. The only other thing that really stood out from the trailer, and I know they'll probably fix it in post, is uh, it's still kind of hard to hear Venom, uh, you know, and I, I'm sure they'll go in and, and kind of enunciate that a little bit better like they did with Bane, Um And other than that, uh, my only real gripe, and I saw other people talking about it, is um, Tom Hardy's American accent. It's just, it's not, uh, I'm not sure what he's going for unless he's going for maybe like a New York, kind of a a Bronx-type accent, but it just, it comes off very forced. I mean, he doesn't have that smooth uh, accent American-wise like Hugh Jackman or or, uh, even Henry Cavill. Um, who you know uh, Hugh Jackman's uh, Australian and uh, Henry's uh, from England, but um, you know they can they can play it off you know quite well. But other than that, I really love the trailer. Uh, yes, uh, and what's funny is some of the most credible people on Twitter were saying that we were only going to see five to ten minutes of Venom. Completely wrong. Uh, so you know, I hate to burst your bubble that some of your heroes out there that claim they know everything absolutely don't. Um, Venom is very much a part of this movie um, and and that's good to see Uh, but overall I fully expect this movie to be rated R I know a lot of people try to say they saw Carnage in the trailer Carnage was not in that trailer I think they'll set up Carnage but I don't think we're going to see him um, in this film I think we'll see Woody Harrelson uh, and then maybe uh, his eyes turn kind of like we saw with Eddie uh, in the trailer right before he turns into Venom uh, but overall, it's a great, a great uh, you know, really good trailer. Like I said, I thought it really uh, did service to the fans, but I I really don't see this movie doing well critics-wise. Ken? Um, yes. Uh, Dane is in. Dane just called in. Oh, okay, cool. Hi. All right, Dane. Uh, hey, how are you? We're talking uh, Venom no, trailer, so uh, give us your thoughts on it, and what did you think overall? Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Um I really actually liked
3: it. Um, i I can see why people are having problems in certain aspects, um, especially the sound. It's just it's just funny how Tom Hardy can always lend himself in a superhero role and then be talking like burr, 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 in some type of you know modulated style. But I think like you said in post, it will be improved upon, and we won't have to worry about that uh, when we see the actual movie. but I don't know, there, there seems to be, and <laughs> weird, the internet, um, a lot of people just nitpicking the shit out of it, like, certain, certain aspects I can get behind, but uh, one of the complaints was, you know, his, his costume's too slick, he sounds too muffled, you know, uh, beforehand it was the eyes, and then obviously we saw that those animate themselves and change up uh, based on things, so everyone shut up about that. I've never seen this reaction since Wolverine didn't have his yellow and blue fucking costume in the damn movies with people just being so nitpicky. And at least with this, we're getting a Venom that's not the Topher Grace version. With the Wolverine people, I can completely understand to an because we never saw that. We never saw them try to do something. We saw something that was cut out of a movie that kind of alluded to it, but no one ever, you know, it was more of the orange and brown one, but... You know what I'm saying? No one really went back and did that and I feel like I, I really hope um, there's some good things. I know Jeff Snyder is throwing out there, uh, that he's hearing a lot of bad things about the movie, but you know, he's he's a wonderful individual anyway, so I'm not gonna really give him that much time. <laughs> I think I think this movie looks awesome. I think there's a reason why they picked Tom Hardy. Um, and I, I really there's nothing to me that has shown that they don't have a commitment that's based off the complex outside of not having Spider-Man involved. I think the costume looks good. I know a lot of people complained about the Sydney coming out and talking to him, um, and even the humor to an extent. I, I completely agree that the turd line was completely unnecessary and just stupid, Juwan. But at the same time, I don't remember what writer it was that was in charge of Venom after, like, when it was the solo during the 90s. But that type of stuff, the, the animation they were doing, him talking to Eddie like that, and the weird stuff they would do with the Sydney and the humor... Kind of seems to stem from that comic series, and I forgot what the writer's name was, but um, to me, this is a very, very good interpretation of Venom. I think there's a reason why we haven't seen Woody Harrelson, and I'm liking Riz Ahmed as this this, this kind of evil professor. And I really think that girl with the symbiote is going to be Scream. We're going to see a lot of symbionts that were in the comic book, and we won't see that much of Carnage. Maybe all of them will merge together at the end and jump on. Woody Harrelson, who's Cletus Cassidy, that's what I'm assuming, towards the end, just signifying, hey, guys, we get it. The next one will be Maximum Carnage. Uh, if not, we'll have to figure it out. This movie has to do well in order for all the other movies, like Morbius and like uh, this Craven movie we'll be talking about to do well, too. But I have a lot of faith in it, and the trailer made me more excited than uh, worried about anything, honestly.
1: Yeah, you're 100% right, Dane. Uh, you know, Sony's come out and announced these other films. Uh, of course, you know, the Silver and Black movie is on indefinite hold, uh, and the director might might even be taking on another project, which will even further delay that movie. But yes, Venom is the uh, you know, is the the mold Tony Stark. for this. Yeah, it's exactly. It's the it's what's going to get this Spider-Man-less universe at the moment. I mean, there's still room uh, for them to add Spider-Man down the road, but for now it's a Spider-Man list, uh, universe (laughs) that really is going to rely on, um, you know, Venom. If this movie tanks, then I don't see Sony, uh, going ahead with some of the other projects. And we're definitely going to get into talking about, uh, one of the other projects. Um, we can actually go into it right now. Um, it was announced that uh yes, exactly. Um it was announced uh this week that the Equalizer Two writer uh was going to be taking on the uh task of creating Sony's Craven the Hunter movie. Uh now a lot of fans really hoped that Craven would be a an enemy in the upcoming Spider Man Far From Home movie. Uh, but I do like the villains that they have set up in that film, so uh, you know, we'll we'll see where they go from there. Um, but right now, that, that's that's the news. Uh, you know, Craven the Hunter, um, as you know, he's primarily a Spider-Man villain. Uh, but he's going to be in, as we just said, a spider man uh, universe. So um, in the comics, he did take on Black Panther, which is another, uh, you know, kind of loss. Because I'd love to see Craven take on Black Panther. He yeah. has taken on Venom. He has taken on oh, Venom what? before. He's taken on Wolverine. Uh, so he, he has crossed paths with many uh, Marvel villains, heroes, and anti-heroes. Um, and uh, a guy that we've had on our show, and he, he was a great guest, but uh, Stefan uh, Kapasik, who plays Colossus in the Deadpool film, he actually um, tw- uh, or actually went on Instagram and indicated that he would love to take on the Craven role, and Rob Liefeld actually backed that up. So that's huge, too. I, I actually think Stefan Kapisik, um would be a great craven. He's got the look, the size. He speaks Russian, uh, which is Craven is uh, Russian in the comics. But I'll start with you, Dane, since we kind of left off. You were talking about Craven a little bit. What are your thoughts on this movie? Of course, you know, we, we know what has to happen for it to get made, uh, but are you excited for a Craven film, Uh Do you hate that it's not going to involve Spider-Man? What's your your thoughts?
3: Oh, man, I have so many thoughts about this. Um, So basically, I think that the main um, thought that I have on it is that it should be a character that Spider-Man should interact with. Um, The fact that they are doing this, though, uh, kind of makes me think that there is different layers to the story, uh, different uh, paths that we can walk down, if you will. One of them is a path. That maybe if there can't be something, uh, you know, discussed after after the next Spider-Man movie and Avengers is done, and Sony's contract with Marvel is done technically, if they're building a world for Spider-Man to come back into, and that's a risky thing uh, based on their track record, that sometimes Sony can do a great job, you know, Spider-Man 2 or Amazing Spider-Man or Homecoming, and sometimes they can give a Spider-Man 3 or uh, Amazing Spider-Man you know, 2, uh, it just depends and it seems like with at least the fact that they did, you know, Marvel did their stuff within the Avengers movies with Spider Man, but their movie of homecoming was them. That was their I mean, obviously Kevin Feige's gonna have influence to it to an extent, but that was their production. So I'm hoping that Venom will be based off of that. Raven, though, as a character. Now we we pretend that they're gonna continue that. Kevin Feige's not gonna let them get involved with this universe and it can be separate by themselves. Then you have two other paths that you can go. I've talked about it a bunch. You know, you can have um, this whole thing that you're doing right now with creating this multiverse of Spider-Man, you know, with miles kind of tie into it. And then, you know, you have a great voice actor who's actually a great phenomenal actor uh, doing the miles voice. And maybe you can kind of incorporate that within this miles can kind of take that role. Uh, Like I said, they there to me. Spider-Man's going to die. Peter's going to die in this. I'm not trying to be, you know, kind of dark, but I feel like that will come that's a huge part of Miles' story. Um, or, they don't do that at all. And Sony's building their universe, and if you will, their Spider-Man is going to be Venom. Now, take Kraven out of the Sinister Stick. We know Vulture's going to be there. We know Scorpion's going to be there. Um, and obviously Mysterio. There's three other spots that we don't know really exactly who's going to what. I think Shock could be one of them if I remember that he's still alive, the second one. Um, yeah. But with Sony, you know, that would mean that Craven will be by himself. But the concept of, of them doing what they're doing, which seems to be getting a pretty big name, and I'm hoping it's not a big name without a script, but a big name with a good story, like your Tom Hardy, like your Jared Leto, um, maybe that's the reason why they didn't do Silver and Black. They didn't have good names tied to the project itself. But with this, you know, if they get a good enough name, the whole idea of a cra- the, the last hunt, craving the last hunt, but doing that with Venom and kind of making it like a Predator movie, if you will, like that type of feel to it, where he's hunting Venom down instead of Peter, and that's his obsession. You know, this is a master hunter that's killed every game you can think of and now wants a better, uh, you know, uh, thing to be able to hunt down. Venom kind of would work for that. So I could see them going like that. Um, it's no offense to Stefan who... Did a wonderful job with the mocap, uh, you know, performance and also the voice performance for Colossus. I love him as Colossus. I just feel like if we're going by what Sony kind of seems like they're blueprinting, they're going to try to get this on an actor that has, uh, that they can kind of build the franchise around. Kind of opposite of what DC is doing right now. They're kind of letting some, uh, you know, a smaller name be a part of the story and turning them into a movie star like they did with Gal Dot. So if that's the case, uh, you know me, I'm always fan casting. Luke Evans is definitely up there. I know a lot of people want Gerald Butler, but I'd rather Stefan, a newer actor, be able to take on that role. they giving it to Gerald Butler only because Joe Butler hasn't really done a lot of – I mean, he made Geostorm last year, and the year before that it was White House down too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought he was a great action star. He'd probably still do it, but it's definitely away from 300, uh, Gerald Butler. Luke Evans is someone. Javier Bardem is someone that comes to mind. You know, certain actors that I could definitely see taking that Craven role and breathing life into it. Um, Is it a bad idea? Yeah, kind of. Honestly, it's a big risk. And this is not like... Well, Venom actually is a big risk, too. Because without Spider-Man, these characters feel empty. But if Venom does well, it's all based off of that movie itself. And I hope they can do something with Craven that hasn't been done. I hope everything's just all going to be in the same universe. And we're just going to get a resolution and let Sony do their thing. But I think Kevin Feige, smartly, Disney and the MCU is waiting to find out what they can do with Venom. And Venom can be like Netflix is to them. Let's still Spider-Man interact with both. That, that, that thing, that linchpin that kind of connects them. You know, let Tom Holland do that. Because everyone saw all the jokes and memes with Tom Holland uh, as Spider-Man and Tom Hardy as Venom. And that's really fun and cool. And I want the same thing for Craven. I want a connection at some point.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. And I I mean, I, I think there are a lot of great actors out there. I mean, I, I've seen people already fan-casting Craven. I've seen a lot of people uh, mention uh, Mustafa Shakir that played Bushmaster in Luke Cage. Uh, I think a lot mm-hmm. of people just are kind of on that right now because of how great he was in Luke Cage. Uh, but Juwan, uh, mm-hmm. what do you think about Craven? Uh, is this something you're excited for? Uh, you don't care about it at all? I mean, w- what's your thoughts on it?
0: Well, I definitely won't say I'm excited for. Uh, I, don't, I don't get get the, the need to do a craven movie, but I'm not against it. I mean, listen, if you want to... If you think you can create a villain's universe um, and and then, like Dane said, just politely place Spider-Man in once you deal with mm-hmm. Marvel is up, by all means, shoot. Uh, they just have to land. I mean, that that's my only issue with Sony is that I don't trust that they will all land. Um... I mean, like, like I said, even if Venom is a success, that doesn't then make Morbius a success or Craven a success.
1: They each mm-hmm.
0: have to succeed. Um, so, I mean, even if Venom's good, I'm not then going to go, all right, well, I know Morbius is going to be great. Um, so, I mean, it's just a wait and see. But I have no problem with them creating a villain's universe um, if the end game is to just pluck Tom when he's done. Even though if I'm Tom... After this contract's up, I'll have been Spider-Man, what, four, five times? i I may need, like, a break. <laughs> like, Sony might be looking at something like, all right, your contract's up. Good job on Spider-Man 3. Now come home. We want you in Venom 3. Like, we want you in Craven 2. I'd be like, I don't know, man. like, you, you have to relax a little bit. Um, but, I mean, if that's their game plan, you know, by all means, like, go ahead. I mean, uh, Joel brought up this point before it seems as though the way they're going about these movies are big casting first, then writer, then director. Then we actually get like, you know, actual steps into making the movie. So that's what they're doing. They've, they've gotten two really big names in Tom Hardy and Jared Leto. I mean, you could swing for the fences for Craven or you could do homegrown. I mean, Stefan uh, was a great guest that we had on, on our show. Super knowledgeable about the comics, Loved Colossus, uh, so I'm pretty sure he could completely uh, embody Craven. This is one of those characters that it's like, and I know Joel's gonna hate this because he always hates when I bring this character up. but I would really love to see White Tiger, and a Craven. Oh, my movie. fuck, uh, Joel! I love White Tiger. What do you want from me, White Tiger? I like White connected Tiger connected too. To not in
2: Spider-Man's world.
0: <laughs> it's connected to Craven, though. What do you want oh, from
2: me? In, in Ultimate, uh, fuck Ultimate Spider-Man, cartoon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man created this monster. I'm sorry, though. Anyway, um, I'm not sorry. against it whatsoever. I don't have any opinion on a specific casting that I that I want to see, because uh, I'm more curious if this actually pans out. Like, does this actually happen? Uh, I'm fine with the idea of assuming that Morbius will, defini- will definitively happen, regardless of Venom. Um, I'm more curious to see because this is one of the villains that's kind of like I mean, he has a story that you do a lot with, I guess, outside of Spider-Man, but it's like do we really want to see it? I, I don't know. Um, so, I mean, it's just it's it's a wait and see, but I mean it, it has, I saw Equalizer 2 it was a good movie. I don't think it was better than the first but it was a good movie. Um, so, I mean, they got a good writer there, so let's just see if it actually happens.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. I, I almost feel like Sony's kind of going the way of Marvel in the uh, 80s and the 90s when they kind of just were making movies, you know, kind of like Blade, where Blade was just Blade. You know, you were just, you were just making a movie with a character from, from the comics. Uh, there was no connective tissue. And I feel like if Sony maybe were doing this and saying, we're just making these movies that people would probably look at them a little bit differently than, oh, you're trying to connect this universe with Spider-Man. If you just made Venom, okay, we know it's just Venom, but now you want to connect it and add Morbius and Craven and a Silver Sable and Black Cat and all that. And that's where fans are like, uh, but how does it work without Spider-Man? So, yeah, I, think... I, I mean, I guess I guess, it's, yeah, I guess it's just where they... I guess they just sh- probably should have said, we're going to make these movies with these characters... And people probably have been like, okay, but we're making the Spider-Man universe. Without it, it's weird.
0: I think more people would be on board. Well, let me not say on board because I want to speak for the masses. I think the movie would make a lot more sense if these movies were being created around the time where we knew the, uh, the Marvel-Sony deal was, was nearing its end. So then it's like, all right, well, once you start, you know, if you start around that mm-hmm. time, it's like Sony have options. You can say, Kevin Feige, are you going to play ball with us and incorporate uh, these characters that we're trying to bring in? If not, cool, we'll take Spider-Man back, pluck him in ourselves. You're doing these movies so far out from when the the contract's out. It's like if they don't land, once you get Spider-Man back, what are you going to, like, reboot the world and and do all these movies all over again? But with Spider-Man now? So to me, I think if they did it closer to when that deal was up, it would make more sense because it's like, all right, if Marvel doesn't want our Tom Hardy uh, Venom or our Jared Leto Morbius, cool. We don't need them. We'll just take Spider Man back, pluck him into our, our universe full of villains, uh, and then create something on our own. Yep. All
1: right. Uh, Joel, let's, let's go to you. What, what are your thoughts on, on Craven? You love it? You hate it? You don't care?
0: Uh,
2: uh, I'm indifferent. Because uh, it's very similar to, like, when I heard Venom news. Oh, they're making a Venom movie <laughs> without Spider-Man in it. It ir- Nothing irked me more than having to, like, fathom that in my head. Like, you're going to do Venom without Spider-Man? Like, how does that even work? And this kind of felt the same. Maybe not as hard because I don't, I don't like Craven as much. But um, I do like Craven as a character. And he was one of those characters I really wanted to see in, uh, as a part of the Sinister Six. Like, i want like, oh, he has to be the next one, like, in line. And I would love to see him versus Spider-Man in, on the big screen. And now this comes out. I mean, we've known for a while that they were eyeing other villains. Like I remember I think like a year ago they, they mentioned that they were thinking about doing a Mysterio and a, and a Craven movie. But nothing came up. And obviously Mysterio now is part of the Spider-Man uh, Marvel deal, and he's going to be in Far From Home. And now Craven gets a writer, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to get his own movie. It's just that they're writing something. Um, but if it goes that way and he does and end up getting his own film, um, I think we'll know. I'll consider it more solidified once they get an actor and a director attached, like what Morbius did. Um, because look, Silver and Black is in fucking limbo now, and all they had—they got—they just got a director right after they had a, uh, their writers in, and it's just like now they're in limbo. So we'll see what happens with Craven. I would like you guys are mentioning if Venom is the sole Spider-Man of that universe, and. and Craven's hunting Venom in his own movie. That actually intrigues me a little bit. Like, I don't mind that. I would be pretty cool with that. Um, I don't I, – I see what they're doing. Uh, are they? Is it going to eventually connect with the MCU? I would have loved that. I'm not holding out hope, though, because it just doesn't look like that's where it's going. But that's what I would love. I would love to see this universe do well and then it somehow kind of be its own pocket world within the MCU, just like what the Netflix world is and all that. Um, but overall, I, I do believe if done well, a Kraven movie can be good. Like, I, like the whole idea of uh, Stefan um being Craven, I love it because I love it. I love him in, in, in as Colossus in the Deadpool movies. I thought he was does a great. His voice does sell the character more than anything. Is that he sounds just like I imagine Colossus sounds. Now, can he physically do it on the big screen? He is a big dude, and he. Kind of has a look if you see him he kind of has that look, so I think he could probably pull it off, but he I don't know him from anything other than him being the voice of Colossus, so it is kind of a stretch, and it doesn't follow the sony uh trail that they've been they've been leaving with the big name actor, and then of course a known a director and so on and so forth, so that probably is not the direction they're gonna go even that would even though that would be pretty cool but I, I i look I'm not against the idea of it. I'd just rather see Craven as part of the Sinister six. Taking on Spider-Man and Kraven having his own solo movie in this whole Sony world, where I thought maybe the end result would be Maximum Carnage being a group movie, and that would be cool. But I don't know anymore. I, this kind of threw me off a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean they're they're setting up all the cool villains in uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that are Spider-Man villains. Uh, you know, they're Mysterio, uh, Vulture, Scorpion, probably Chameleon. Uh, you know, based on Finally. who that guy's playing. Uh so they're setting up really their own Sinister Six. But if if like you said, Venom ends up becoming the, the Spider Man of that universe and they can do that uh Maximal Carnage style movie, um, you know, I I think it does make it interesting. I just don't know where they really go with with Morbius. Um I just you know, like honestly, I like Jared Leto as an actor, but I don't. I don't know that I really care about a Craven or a, a Morbius film. I mean, I, I just I, I will probably oh, watch I them. But uh, oh, for Morbius. Yeah, he's he's a cult classic character from
3: the '90s for me, man. I I understand why people are not interested, but I read all of his comics. I was a big fan of him on the, the uh, Spider-Man anime series. He was just cool. He's a vampire. Mm-hmm that's friends with Spider-Man and is also kind of an anti-hero. So, but, I got a question I, I about uh like
2: I got What's a question. Those, uh, in the cartoons, he had those damn suction cup hands. Is that part of the comic true Because that was kind of nasty.
3: Are you talking about like when he, he grew in size or before that? Because I don't even remember that.
2: Yeah, Blanky, he didn't I really, the, bl- I don't know if that was because of the cartoon, that he didn't really bite you, he would just grab you and suck your energy. He had be holes in his hands, it was kind of nasty. Oh, yeah, I don't know that was kind just, of like Carnage. I don't know. In, um, right, it was in weird. In the ultimate. Right. Yeah, I, I
3: don't know, I don't, I don't think so. I got, just make him be a vampire, They can suck people's blood dry. Yeah.
2: Right, right, That's, right. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, trust me, I'm not knocking Morbius. I liked him in the comics as well. It's just I, I'm saying, like, as a like, I almost feel like Morbius would probably be really good as a series, um, or or something like that. Yeah. If Sony were doing their own kind of Netflix style thing, I think that that would be really cool. Um, but like I said, well, Kanan, you know, do you agree?
3: Do you agree with the fact that maybe the reason why we should be the most apprehensive about this whole universe happening is because outside of Venom. I mean, not the comic book fans, but the general public who they're selling it to the most. These are characters that are, they're like, who? the fuck is Morbius? Or who, who the hell is Craven? Like, they yeah. barely know about Venom himself, besides the fact that, you know, Eric Foreman from that 70s show played him in a fucking movie. And now they're trying all these <laughs> random ass characters to build up the MCU's popularity.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, really, honestly, uh, I would have to see how they're going to do it. And, uh, you know, I, I don't knock the DC's universe. I do feel like they did kind of go about it a l- little bit different, but it's just hard to compare and try to be exactly how Marvel's done it. Marvel's done a great job. Uh, there are uh, continuity errors with their universe, but they're just, everything's so streamlined for the most part, and I think a lot of people are scared that everybody wants to do this, and you're kind of cramming it down their throats like, we're going to do a spider man uh, universe. It's like, just make Venom then maybe do this and just kind of see where it goes. Don't come in and say you're going to do this and do that, and then everybody's, like, all up in arms, you know. It's like, I feel like that's where DC's going right now. They're and, and they showed that at Comic-Con. They didn't come out and announce a shit ton of movies. They just said, hey, the movies that we're showing you today, you already know about. You already know about Wonder Woman. You already know about Aquaman. You already know about Shazam. That's it. We're not announcing Jack, because years past, They were coming out and showing like 10 movies. Oh, we're doing Batgirl, we're doing Nightwing, we're doing Justice League 2, we're doing Justice League Dark. Uh, You know, they're doing... And, you know, it's like now they're going to just kind of focus on that. And I I think that's kind of what I wish Sony would have done. And I think it would have been a little bit better received. I think people would have looked at this movie a little bit differently, um, you know, than what they are because... People just look at it and they immediately run with it. Oh, Spider Man's not in it. I don't care. This is stupid. Sony's dumb. Just give everything back to Marvel. Type attitude. Agreed. All right. Anybody else got any comments on Craven? If not, we'll uh, move on to the uh, next topic.
3: I'm craving uh-huh. some good geek news.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's let's kind of segue a little bit from uh, uh, some of the comic book stuff, and let's kind of go into something else that was uh, uh, mentioned um, this week. And if you've seen Mission Impossible uh, Fallout, if you've seen Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, you know what a badass, oh, my gosh, she's super beautiful, too, but uh, Rebecca Ferguson is probably at an all-time high right now. But it was just revealed this week that she is cast as a lead female in uh, the new Men in Black movie with uh, Chris Hemsworth and uh, Tessa, Tomp- uh, Tessa Thompson, right? She's the, yeah, yeah. that would get her and uh, uh, Chrissy Clemens mixed up. But, uh, yes, Tessa Thompson. Um, now, they didn't go into too many details. Deadline's the one that broke the report. Um, but they didn't really go into details about who she would be playing. I'm, I'm leaning towards her being a villain uh, because I feel like uh, Tessa Thompson probably is going to be the – the men in black female lead, Rebecca Ferguson probably will be the, the villain lead. Uh, but that, but they didn't go into that. Um, but I'll start with you, uh, Jawan. How do you feel about Rebecca, uh, Rebecca, Ferguson joining men in black? Does this make you want to see this movie even more or could you care less?
0: Um, well, because like you said, uh, I di- I did see the new mission impossible and she was freaking awesome. Everyone was freaking awesome in that movie. Uh, it's yes. a great all-around movie um, But I, yeah, I, I'm i going to be completely honest with you I haven't had interest in a Men in Black film Since the first one um, So I mean I don't want to say I don't care about it Because I hate, I hate those people who are Like oh I don't care about it And then it's like oh didn't you just like go see it So I'm going to see it <laughs> So I don't want to say I don't care about it But the, the interest level is just Not that high uh, it looks like it has a really good cast. Uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa and Thompson were hilarious in Ragnarok, so I'm sure they could bring that chemistry to Men in Black. Uh, so I'm sure it's going to be really funny, like uh, really funny. I am curious, Does, does this, is this a world to where Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones' characters never existed, or they were the old regime, this is the new regime, Uh we get maybe oh. like a... Um, Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. I think
2: it's an old, it's an old new thing, I believe. Because so I think one of the characters oh, okay. from Men in Black Three is in it.
0: Oh, okay. Perfect. Yes, so, I, mean, I would. I would just like the uh, the Easter egg of them mentioning like what happened to the the old regime of Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones' character. Uh, I don't need to see them. You no, know, I don't need any of that. Just through dialogue, like, oh, they retired, whatever. Um, I think it would just do like a really good service to uh, to the fans of Men in Black. Um, but yeah, like I said, Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth look like they have really good chemistry, uh, as far as comedy, so that's kind of what I'm, I, I would be looking forward to the most, and I agree with you, Tane, and I'm pretty sure she's gonna be the villain, uh, it just fits, it, it just kind of fits with her, uh, her character, that she would be the villain in that universe.
1: Yeah, I think this movie would be pretty cool if they set it up to where something's happened, to uh, Agent K and Agent J, and like the new Men in Black team has to kind of go and rescue them. Like, uh, you know, I, right now they're saying that Will Smith and Ty Lee Jones aren't in this movie whatsoever, um, but that could be that they're just holding off, uh, you know, the surprise at the end of the movie. But uh, Joel, what do you, what do you think? Does Rebecca Ferguson make you want to see Men in Black uh, more, less? Um, you don't care to see it at all. What's your thoughts? I have a love hate relationship
2: with Men in Black. I loved the first one. Uh I the second one did not do much for me. And the third one I actually enjoyed the third one. A lot of people didn't like it, but I actually enjoyed uh, the third one. Um Ooh. but yeah, and I, I, I didn't hate it. Um but yeah, I used to really enjoy I used to I used to even watch the cartoons, the old men in black cartoons. So I was I was all close cool oh, to shit. the men in black. I forgot back about in the that. Day. Yeah, it was a fun show. I didn't mind it at all. Um But nowadays, like, I was not, like, when they said they were doing another one, I was not into seeing J and K again. I'll tell you that much. Even though I did enjoy J and K in their time, and K should have retired 20 years ago, so there's no need to see K anymore, at least. And um, I just, I'm cool with it. Like, they they announced the cast. I was all in it because I really enjoyed what they did in Ragnarok, Hemsworth, and Thompson. They They should be a killer team together in Men in Black. I believe they're going to be, uh, I think the focus is going to be on London uh, a district. Uh, so it won't be in New York necessarily. I believe it's going to be in London. So uh, that's cool. Um, I, this is a whole bunch of things. I don't, I wouldn't mind seeing how that world has evolved since the the, the, the last one. And I don't really care to know what happened to JNK. If they, they cameo at all, I'd be cool with that. I'd be, I wouldn't be upset at all, but um, it's it's about the new regime. So let's focus on them and see what they can do. And, Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm not against it. I'm also, again, I'm indifferent, again, about the Men in Black. So, I guess we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, you're right. It's almost like a Men in Black London. Uh, It's like the the Men in Black London uh, edition or or London spinoff. Because, yeah, I think they are going to do, you know, kind of that. And Emma Thompson's uh, British. Well, Chris Hemsworth, Australian. But, you know, Tessa Thompson, I think, is she Australian or is she British as well? I don't know. I know Rebecca Ferguson's no. English. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's pretty cool. I, I mean, it's interesting. Um, you know, I, I like a couple of Chris Hemsworth uh, films. You know, outside of um, you know the the Marvel Universe. I mean, I really I like his little cameo in uh, that Vacation movie. That was probably about the best part of that movie. Um, I actually Definitely. kind of liked him in the <laughs> Ghostbusters film. I know people hated the female all female oh, Ghostbusters film. But I thought Chris Hemsworth did a pretty good job, and I mean, he was a real trooper to actually, you know, do that. So yeah. I mean, the guy like he was beyond times. stupid he, in
2: that movie. <laughs> he
1: was beyond stupid, but he made me laugh every time. So uh, yeah, Dane, did. Uh, what do what are your thoughts on uh, Rebecca Ferguson joining Men in Black? Um,
3: if this were like a buy and sell, I'd buy her being part of the cast and just sell the whole entire fucking movie. Honestly. <laughs> Um, I, I love the first Men in Black movie, I think it's a classic uh, I, I, you know, everyone that's part of that uh, between uh, J&K Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones and uh, who was the villain, I think it was Vincent DiCaprio played the uh, villain, the Buzz guy yes, sir. Uh, but yes. you know, classic film, a lot of fun um, second one I actually, well it's got a place in my heart but I haven't seen it in so long, third one was really disappointing at least for me I love the cast for this. I mean, I think that's great between Tessa and Rebecca and uh, Chris. Uh, so maybe it will like rejuvenate this whole entire thing. And I would rather them do that than the whole crossover between Men in Black and um, uh, what was that? That uh, Jonah Hill. Twenty
1: One Jump Street. Uh, I would still be down for that. So.
3: That 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 crossover. That I didn't. I was like, wait, what? It just didn't make a lot of sense if they're going to do their own thing. Maybe they can introduce it in this. It just seemed like Sony was really desperate to get some fucking franchises out there, which they probably are. But we've already talked about that for the most part. So um, as we've seen, <laughs> I don't. I will probably see it if it gets good word of mouth, I guess. Uh, but I really don't. I care less if it gets made. I like to guess.
1: All right. Yeah, I mean, I I know that uh, a lot of people weren't really on board with that Men in Black movie. Uh, I mean, I feel like they just were kind of burnt out. They really didn't even want to give it a a shot. But I did see a lot of people that once Rebecca Ferguson uh, was cast, people were like, oh, you know, I'm on board. You know, I'll watch it for her. Um, And that's a testament to, you know, how good of an actress she really is. And and like I said, her last two outings in the Mission Impossible film uh, franchise uh, has been really great. And Deadline did say... She's definitely coming back uh, for the next one. So we're definitely going to get at least one more uh, Mission Impossible film with her in it. Um, all right, so we're going to move back into the world of DC. Um, and I tell you what, let's go ahead and talk about Juwan's favorite superhero. Oh, I'm so glad that we finally got Matt Reeves to comment on the Batman film because between reports from, um, you know, and our good friend Mario Robles... Uh, Mark Hughes, uh, all these other little sites out there who, you know, for the most part, their um, reporting has been, you know, up there with what Matt Reeves said. Um, The whole thing is we still have no clue really what's happening with Ben Affleck. Uh, But uh, Matt Reeves came out this week and finally made some comments saying that he was, uh, you know, about a week or two away from uh, actually turning in the script uh, he also commented on uh, the fact that his uh, movie would not be based on Batman Year One. I know a lot of people did not read Mario's uh, article. He never said that. Uh, it's, and that's another thing, guys. You've really got to read more than the headline. All you look for is clickbait. you got to read the article. People take their time to write these articles. you got to read the stuff to find the facts. So, you know, uh, Mario was vindicated in that because that was not what he said. Uh, Matt Reeves did come out and say that it's not based on year one. Um, and he also did not really give any details on Ben Affleck. Um, based on what we've heard so far, and Matt Reeves didn't comment on this either, but they want a younger Batman, um, you know, kind of a prequel style. Um but I'll start with you, uh, Jawan, since you're the resident Batman fan. What did you think about Matt Reeves' comments? Did he do anything to put out the fires, or do you feel that he made it worse?
0: Um, well, the one thing he did very well, more than anything, which confused me more than I was before he had said anything, because uh, he barely said anything. Uh, cool, you're yeah. turning in a script. Okay, we know at some point he would turn in a script as long as you were still the director. So that didn't shed much light. You weren't doing year one. Okay, cool. Um, then he was asked about Ben Affleck, and I think the only quote from that question was, uh, I think he was saying something about the news has been exaggerated as far as, like, uh, what everyone was saying about Ben. Um, no, he like,
2: didn't
1: say that. Oh, he didn't say that?
2: No. He didn't really say
1: anything about he didn't really yeah he didn't really say anything about Affleck. People took kind of what he said as he that said Ben would still, still be involved. involved, which
3: is a vague ass politician ass fucking statement. Honestly,
1: right? He's I mean, still he involved. might be a
3: producer,
0: oh, be. you know? <laughs> Basically. Oh, okay. So yeah, so then I stick to my original statement of only thing he did in this uh, statement that he made was confuse me even more than I was before. I mean, you turn in a script in two weeks, cool. So we have an idea on either what the script is, who's going to be in the movie, like your Batman? Is your Batman? Like, is Ben going to be your Batman? I don't know. It's just like, it's certain things that he could have just squashed right there, and we would have been like, okay, we're fine waiting for whenever you actually get this movie on board. Just a simple, yeah, Finn's back, or no, Finn's not back. It's just It's, it's super confusing. And honestly, it, it makes me really, really, really not like Matt Reeves. I know none of this is, like, necessarily his fault because the fans have been fueling rumors. Um, he hasn't really said anything. Uh, but it's just the point of, like, I, I, I just want to know if Ben our Batman, and that shouldn't be so difficult for us to find out. Like, he's given us answers on that. But, I mean, listen, this means that we get a Batman in 2020.
1: I'm on board. Yeah, but don't you find it funny, man, that – and, and I think things are going to get better under Hamada. But don't you find it funny that the three biggest properties um, for Warner Brothers, they can't ever come out and give us uh, what we want to hear? Like, they just can't come out and address it whatsoever. Um, the Batman being the biggest, you know, what is – you know, really what's going on with Command Reason? Why can they just – I mean, for all intents and purposes – I I do not, right now, I do not think that Ben Affleck is completely out the door, but I honestly, I feel like he's not going to be in this Batman movie. I think they are going to go with a prequel, and then maybe he can show up, you know, later, you know, as the older Batman that was established in uh, Batman v. Superman. But the Flash stuff is a complete debacle. We'll get into um, that news a little bit later. Um, But then the Man of Steel stuff, like Warner Brothers, these should be the three movies you should be, like, really trying to get out there, and I feel like, I don't know whose fault it is with Matt Reeves, but he's it's just, I mean, there's just been so much stuff around it, man, if it's waiting on Ben, or whatever, Warner Brothers should have handled this better.
0: No, I mean, you're completely right, but I do want to say one thing about this whole Matt Reeves and going for a younger Batman. I just want to, I just want to, from my opinion, I want to make this super clear. I am not a fan of him giving us two Batman. I I will never be a fan of that. I think it's idiotic. Yep. I think it's lazy, and I think it's awesome. unnecessary. If If Ben does not want to be Batman anymore, tell him he doesn't have to be Batman anymore, and just cast a new Batman. Every time I watch Baby yep. Driver, I'm like, I'm like John Hamm looks just like Batman. Looks just like Bruce. Like he could be Bruce Wayne, and it infuriates me that Ben. Either Ben or Hamada or Warner Bros., whoever, is not telling us exactly what's going on with his contract or with just what he wants to do as far as being Batman. Because every day I, I find someone that I'm like, they could be Batman because Ben doesn't want to be it. So get him out. But I just wanted to say that it's super lazy on that Reeves If he's telling me, oh, I'm going to have Batman sit in a chair talking to Alfred, then we're going to get a flashback of seeing a different actor as Batman I I honestly do truly feel as though it's lazy if you want to go younger just go younger and replace Ben and then create your story that way I, I that, that's just my opinion
1: all right well uh Dane let's go to you what are your thoughts on Matt Reese comments do you think it's just like you said earlier is it just political uh nonsense uh he didn't really tell us much or do you feel that you know what he said helped
3: um, yeah, I, I I really... Matt Reeves uh, should go into uh, political work because all these answers and stuff could be taken multiple ways, but it's kind of like giving people what they want. And I, I I get it. I get it to an extent, you know, because he's got to keep his mouth shut about certain things. And I also i am starting to agree with you guys. This is the reason why I didn't get information about, you know, the Batman stuff at Comic-Con is because we don't know. The, the stuff I did, like... It's not based off a of year one. You know, he's got a lot of inspirations by different things. Um, I'm glad he cleared that up. Uh, and, I, I'm, you know, there was, there was other stuff, how it's going to be more uh, detective-driven, and he wants to do, like, a super noir-style film with this. That's all great stuff. But, like, yeah, like I said, that, uh, when he was asked about Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck is still involved. And that was his only that – was, that was it, basically. So what does that mean? That's not really answering it. It's kind of answering it, but, like, you can take that different ways. Uh, and then um, if it's connected to DC, uh, there's ways in which this connects to the DC universe as well, and we're one of many pieces. What the hell does that mean? That that, that doesn't mean anything. That, that that could be, yeah, we're connected, or it's kind of connected, but basically my movies aren't going to be connected to shit, and I'm doing whatever, but it's, it's still maybe, you can believe that, like, uh, just so much trivial stuff, and like, uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to think of like the last one, what, what about the year one. I'm just excited to be focused on a tale that's defying for him, uh, meaning Batman, and is very personal to him. But at the same time, we're really obviously we're not doing any origin tales or anything like that. But definitely Batman, emotional, and him being the world's greatest detective. So they're not doing an origin tale. Does that mean that it's not? He's not necessarily young. Are they just kind of like trying to figure out an actor, and just going for it, like? there's more questions now based off of the answers that he gave me. And I'm happy that I think the movie is going to be great from what he's saying, but I would still like those questions that we have. Is Ben Affleck going to be involved? Is it going to be connected to DCEU? Is it going to be an origin story? Are you actually looking for a younger Batman? You know, what exactly is going on? Just like a little bit of clarification, just a little bit.
1: Yes, exactly. I agree. Uh, uh, Joel, what are you? What are your thoughts, man? I mean, are you just kind of, at this point, you're just kind of burnt out on this whole Batman thing, or, or do you feel that uh, Matt Reeves, you know, comments really, you know, helped in a way?
2: No, they didn't do shit. Unfortunately, he kind of just told us the same shit we knew like a year ago. Only difference is we know the script is coming in soon. Oh, good. It took a year to get that in. <laughs> But that's really it. I mean, we knew about the whole Noir thing. We knew about them probably going in a younger direction. We knew everything he said, we kind of knew already. Always the difference is the status of the script, and that um, that's it. And, and then of course, the one thing we all want is resolution on what's up with Affleck. Is he in, is he out? And at this point, if they can't say he's in, he's pretty much probably out. And, and that's kind of how I feel, and I'm fine with that. If he's not in anymore, fine, because – if he wanted to be, he'd be in, because it's really on him to to want to be in or out. And, and, and if, at this point, there's no answer. It's probably because he's being wishy-washy, and I don't want a wishy-washy Batman. I want someone that actually wants to be Batman. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel right now. And um, I don't want the half-in, half-out thing. I, if it, look, because at, at the end of the day, we get this movie. It's going to be a newer guy. We're going to like this dude. We're going to like him to the point where, like, we don't need to see Ben anymore so what why even have that like angling there if, if this dude is eventually going to win us over i don't care what anybody says if the movie is good this new dude is going to take over our minds and we're not going to need ben anymore so uh, for me just uh, and i think it's going to happen soon we'll have some resolution on the casting and who is actually going to be the new batman going forward i think it's ridiculous that it's taking this long to get any like actual answers um and I don't know. That's the only thing I don't know is why it's, it, like, it hasn't been solidified yet, what's going to happen. That's really the only thing that frustrates me more than anything. I do like the idea that, of it being a noir detective-driven Batman. I'm all for that. One of the my, the best things I've heard is that it's going to be a detective story. It's going to be a Batman uh, that we probably love. I, I'm just curious about what direction he goes in terms of aesthetics. But aside from that, I'm, I like where he's going Story-wise, at least from what we've heard, but we need answers on that on that actor specifically. Who's gonna? We need a face. We need a face. And that's where really I lie on, and hopefully in the next couple months we'll have an answer as to who will be the face going forward.
1: Yeah, I, and I think that a lot of this stems from, you know, the ever since we got word that Ben was thinking about leaving. And then, of course, Ben says, I don't have, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm backing out of writing the script. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, they go and they they find another director, which they found another another Mm -hmm. director pretty quickly. So it makes me think that they already knew that Ben was going to be out. And it's just, I don't know if they're giving Ben time, Uh, you know, based on some of the reports out there, is that Hamada really wants the door left open for Ben to come back in some form or fashion, but, I agree, man. I think it's just time to pull that Band-Aid off, and yeah. there are fans that are going to be upset, but this constant, you know, it's almost like uh, with the, the Snyder Cut uh, thing. You know, there's mm-hmm. like everybody out here saying that there is a cut, there isn't a cut, there is a cut. We can't get any real clear answers, and I think there's one person that could really give those answers and squash it or, or put to bed. The Naysayers, and that's Zack Snyder. And that's the same stuff with the Batman thing. Um, you know, I guess Ben doesn't feel at this place, but in a way, I wish he would come out and say, Guys, uh, uh, you know, I love doing the two movies I, I did, I, but I'm I doing like this. But, I mean, that's the
3: though. Like,
1: can't they get in trouble if they can't disclose the information? Well, I'm saying if Warner Probably. Brothers were cool with that, like if Warner Brothers were like, hey, yeah, that's fine, you can make that oh. announcement, and then, and then we're going to go from there. No, I mean, yeah, I know just I know Ben's not going to come out and directly say that. But, you know, Ben, in a way, is kind of telling us that because his next project is the uh, McDonald's uh, Monopoly uh, movie, yeah. and he's going to direct that and move on to that. So, I mean, if they do this Batman movie, it's going to coincide – based on, you know, if they get production going uh, next year, it would coincide with the same time he's filming. So there's a lot of people saying, oh, you know, he's not going to be able to do both. He's not going to be in that. So that's kind of making people think that Ben's not going to be Batman. But, oh, my gosh, dude, this whole Batman thing is insane. Well, and the the Superman well, stuff's getting there as well. That, yes, that movie,
0: is. I'll say that movie doesn't dictate whether or not uh, shooting will, you know, wh- whether or not it'll conflict with shooting. Mainly because, let's not forget, he is still obligated to do one more appearance as Batman. So if they tell him that he True. needs to shoot the Batman, he has to shoot the Batman. His movie has to wait. So it's not, it doesn't depend on that movie. It depends on whether or not Warner Brothers wants to decide if they're going to stick with him or move on. That's the decision yeah. that they need to make. And it's as simple as saying, Ben, do you want to stay long-term? No. Okay, thank you for your services. I do not get what is so difficult about having that conversation with Ben Affleck.
1: Well, and I agree with you, but do you really want a Ben Affleck to be forced to do a movie that he doesn't want to do and phone it? An e- exactly. Or do you want Ben Affleck to just bow out and let's get somebody that really wants the role? Well, no. If I'm
0: Warner Brothers, if I am paying you to do so, you're going to give me a Batman movie. But if I'm smart and you don't want to do it, I'm getting rid of you and just getting someone else who wants to do it for a long period of time who will not give you right. this constant headache. I mean, that's as simple it's as like it is.
3: Daniel Craig with James Bond. But right. Do you see
1: how easily that
0: was But time out. <laughs> Dane, to your point, do you see how easily that was resolved? They said, hey, Daniel, yep. do one more here's a lot of money, Dan said, you know what, I'm game. You haven't heard a negative word from that man's mouth since. He's getting ready to do the new James Bond movie, if they haven't already started shooting. Why can't Warner Brothers do that with it? I don't get it.
1: I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like Ben's had enough time away from, uh, you know, playing Batman to kind of think about it, because it seems like Warner Brothers is letting, you know, he filmed that movie for Netflix. Um, You know, I don't know how long it's going to take him to film this uh, Monopoly movie. But if if you were able to finish that and then say, hey, you know, I want to come back and do this movie, uh, you know, just go from there. But, I mean, if, the like I said, if that's something that Matt Reeves just doesn't want to do and wants to go with somebody else, then just make Matt Reeves' Batman an Elseworld film and get somebody else to do no. the DCU Dude, we're already getting four for You might as well calm down. No. No. We don't need two
0: Batman. We don't need two Batman. Kanan. I was just saying that. Unless it's Batman, we've got two Jokers. Come out. You have two options. If Matt Reeves doesn't want Ben, but Warner Brothers wants Ben, get rid of Matt Reeves. It's simple as that. Do not do two stories of Batman. We do not need it. We don't need the Joker that we're kidding. We don't need two separate ones of that. We're 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 okay with that. We'll get over that. You do not need to At separate least three Batman into the it. comic books. Yeah, exactly. But we do we do not need to appease Matt Reeves enough to where we have two separate Batman uh, Batman movies. We don't need that. If you want Ben, you know what doesn't get rid of Matt Reeves. <laughs> Reeves. It's as simple as that.
1: You know what's going to be so funny, dude? We're probably going to end up getting a Batman on the DC universe. Uh, we've definitely got two Supermans because we got one on CW. There's no telling what we're going to get on the DC Universe, so people are going to be confused. But let's let's move on from Batman because I can tell that we need to segue into something that's really going to uh, make people freak out and uh, probably hate this movie anymore since so you already said you don't need it in the first place. But let's get into the Joker origin stuff. Uh... Our friends over at the Nerd Rage podcast, um, they got a guy or a woman, I don't know who it is, they gave us some information um, in regards to the Joker origin movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Now, the stuff that they told me um, that we reported on, of course, everybody said it was bullshit. There were a lot of people who actually thought it was, was pretty cool and interesting, um, but that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker will not have the traditional uh, background. You know, he will not have the the acid bath to become the Joker. That he, Actually, he becomes the Joker uh, because he's so addicted to drugs uh, that it actually is what fuels his insanity. And that his normal white face from the acid bath, or Heath Ledger's Joker actually painted his face on, uh, is mm-hmm. from where he... Smears cocaine on his face, kind of like Tony Montana. Uh, so, yes, I, I know it, it's crazy, um, but you know, honestly, when I sat back and thought about it, when I when when they first told me, I listened to it, and even his co-host was like, "That's bullshit. There's no way." But I got to sit. I was sitting there thinking about it, and I was like, you know, DC's. This is a one-off movie. Um, they don't really have anything to lose with this. Um, and this is something that would be right up Scorsese and Phillips Alley. If you're familiar with Scorsese movies or even something Todd Phillips would do, this would be kind of the off-the-wall weird shit that they would come up with. Um, and like I said, it's Elseworld. They're giving us a backstory for Joker. They're already talking about casting his mom, a love interest. So people don't come at us with this. That's not comic book style. This movie's not going to be comic book style at all. So just back mm-hmm. the fucking truck up with this shit. This movie's going to be bonkers, okay? Joaquin Phoenix is probably going to just do some weird stuff. Um, I expect this movie to just be completely weird, but I'm going to start with you, Dane. Uh, I think this is kind of the first time you're hearing this, but what are your thoughts on the Joker movie? Um, How would you feel if you go into this film, you see him, a drug-riddled person, go insane and just Smear cocaine on his face and become the Joker.
3: Um, I I smell some shit in the far distance, but um, just to I guess humor that whole entire concept. I feel like maybe what's getting out is something within the storyline where this scene might happen, where he you know spreads the cocaine. It's white or something. You know, I, I, I don't doubt that they could do a drug addiction. I don't know necessarily if, if I can 100% believe that that's going to fuel him. Um, I mean, it could, you know, be one with its insanity. And like you say, Scorsese likes to have his gangsters do a lot of coke. Um, I mean, Goodfellas is one of my favorite fucking movies. Um, oh, yeah. But I, I don't know. Something about this just makes me go, it, I don't know, something's rotten in Denmark or something. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe that's the way they're going. I feel like Todd Phillips would want to do stuff more with the character. You know, just the information that we found out that Robert De Niro is playing, um, you know, that type of psychologist, radio host, um, and then Mark Maron's now in it. It seems like they're taking elements a little bit out of uh, the Dark Knight event with that whole entire setup, and I'm wondering if something like that scene is going to happen, maybe not like floating babies, but like gangsters shooting down the whole entire audience or something uh, within the film. And also stuff that happened, obviously, in the killing joke with that origin. But, I mean, he there there could definitely be drugs in this. And like you said, they don't have a lot to lose because, you know, this is a one-off. Um, but Joaquin Phoenix, I feel like there is going to be more elements of the Joker, and this might not be the sole reason for it, but maybe a contributor uh, for why he's so nutty. Okay, yeah, I mean, I see your
1: point. And like I said, uh, you know, based on what they were saying, this all seemed like it was uh, stuff that was, er- you know, early on. So this is definitely something that WB could scrap. Um, but it's just it's just pretty interesting. like I said, uh, when you think of Todd Phillips and the Scorsese, it does seem like maybe it's something they could do because they are going kind of outside the box, this whole else world type thing. But, uh, Joel, what, what do you think? Uh, would you enjoy a uh, Tony Montana coke
2: Face Joker? I would. I would really... Uh, I would be... As long as it's different. The whole point of this movie is to be different, not to be like what we're used to. It's supposed to be Elseworlds, and I'd be totally down for whatever weird direction they go in. And I would... I'm good for it. As long as it's different, because that's the whole point. That's why I don't want no two Batman, because it's going to probably be the same shit. I think it's completely different. It's going to be Batman being Batman in both movies in the same... Type of universe. This movie should not be anything we recognize. They can do whatever they want because it's supposed to be different and not connected to anything. They can do whatever as long as it somewhat resembles the Joker in some capacity, recognizable. That's all I need. Uh, They, I'm, I'm down with whatever. If that's what it is, cool. If it's not, I'm also open to what other interpretations. The cast so far has been really good. Um, So I just want to see what it becomes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a really good take, man. I mean, like I said, this movie, I think you're really going to have to go into it with a just, uh, you know, gloves off type thing, man. you just got to have to go in and just sit down and watch this movie uh, for what it is. I think a lot of people want this movie to be strictly based on the comics, and it's not going to be. I mean, if you go by any of the reports, like I said, them giving him a mom and then giving him a name and then a love interest, I mean, I know yeah, he had yeah, the kind of the love interest with Harley, but come on, man. I mean, the Joker's whole origin in the comics was, I mean, unless they were going to go with the killing joke where he was married, you know, and the comedian and stuff like that, but that doesn't sound like the route they're going to go with this. Um, but, uh, Juwan, what do you think, man? And you, do you like what you're hearing, or, you know, are you just like, holy shit, if they do this, then I'm just done?
0: No, I mean, it sounds fine. I mean, I don't have any issues on what they try to do with Joker. Because you guys know, I still feel as though Heath Ledger's Joker was an accurate portrayal of the comic book version of Joker. Uh, I thought Heath Ledger, the actor, did an amazing job. So I'm pretty sure Joaquin Phoenix as an actor will do an amazing job. But it doesn't mean that they have to be the exact Joker that we know from the comics. I felt as though uh, Heath Ledger was more anarchy and he was Joker. Um, so, I mean, if you want to go a cocaine-addicted Joker, it's unusual, but, I mean, maybe it'll work. I mean, all, all I keep picturing is Joaquin Phoenix from We Own the Night, and but he's Joker. So, I mean, I, I guess if you blend those two worlds, you can kind of still make a Joker kind of movie. I, I don't know. A lot about what you were just saying, a love interest, a mom, it's just like wait, wait, are you guys trying to make us care about Joker? Like what's, what's 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 going on here? I, I don't know. It sounds weird, but I trust Martin Scorsese, Uh so that's where my face is. Um I mean, when it comes out I'm definitely gonna see it, but it sounds weird as hell.
1: Yeah. All right, well, You know, like I said, we'll we'll, we'll see, you know, what happens when we get some more official information. Uh, But let's jump into something that we reported yesterday, um, and that is that Warner Brothers uh, has Josh Trank high on their list um, to direct uh, the Green Lantern Corps movie. Um, Jeff Johns has said that he's working on the script. He hopes to turn it in soon. Um, You know, a lot of people I know, they've said that uh, I saw some people yesterday telling us that, uh, oh, why would they be looking for a director right now? The script isn't done. People, they hired two directors before a script was ever done for The Flash. It happens all the time, okay? So uh, Josh Trank, you know, is you know, known for The Chronicle, but he's most known for the debacle that was Fantastic Four. Uh, but we'll start with you, Dane. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Josh Trank? uh being on Warner Brothers' uh, top list to direct the Green Lantern movie. Oh,
3: I, I'm not going to doubt that he's on the list. I'm I'm sure he is uh, because he's a director that's proven that he can handle sci-fi in some capacity. Definitely with Chronicle, even though they're you know a fantastic sport. We all know about the studio involvement uh, with all that. Um, but it's also kind of like how Jack Hudson and Jake Gyllenhaal you know, tried it out for Batman. I'm just wondering how many choices are, you know, are they looking at? Um, I I just, I can't find this. Like, do I think it could work? Yeah, I I, I, I definitely do. Um, you know, I think Josh Rank had a lot of potential. A lot of it was cut short uh, due to studio interference. And then he lost, you know, because of a change of opinion of where the direction of the movie were to go to, he's, he lost that deal with Star Wars and stuff like that. So apparently he has an attitude, but he's also had a lot of problems with being able to be creative. If I was Josh Trank and I was trying to get back out there making movies, I would try to stay away from a huge blockbuster. So that's that's the only thing I'd be thinking uh, with that. And also, if I was, you know, DC, and I'm trying to make a great Green Lantern movie after fiasco of the last movie, I would probably... Um, not go to a director that wasn't able to pull that off, even if there's studio in- uh, interference with the Fantastic Four. That's his last film, and he has three others b- before that, but the only one that's really known is Chronicle, you know, it just seems like a really weird, wacky choice uh, for Warner Brothers to be making, and for him to be making at the same time. So, if he gets it, there's going to be a lot of backlash, and I can understand where the backlash is kind of coming from, to an extent, but I still think Chronicle was amazing. Um, it just kind of blew my mind what they were able to do with that, and uh, presented three or you know well actually I don't remember the third guy but two great actors with Dane DeHaan and um, uh, Michael B Jordan. So who knows? Um, I would test the different waters if I was him, but if they're going to do that, I I hope he brings it, man. Um, you know uh, the uh, Martin Campbell movie wasn't. Martin Campbell's a good uh, director. You know, he made uh, Zorro, the of Zorro, fun action movies. There's way better ones than Zorro, but I can't think of uh, GoldenEye and, um, you know, uh, Casino Royale. Like, he knew action, but couldn't do Green Lantern. Josh Trank understands sci-fi. And even if he has a bad track record, maybe he could do it. I just wouldn't go for him. He wouldn't be in my top five or my top ten, probably. Oh, and... I actually have to go. I forgot about that too, Kanin. Uh Thank you guys for letting me join you for a little while. Um, throw out that I, uh, guys, check out the top 10 show. Had a lot of fun with them. I did a uh, plug for us. So I thought I would do a plug for them too. Uh, well, they did a show last night, Saturday night. Definitely check them out. Uh, Chris and Leo do a great job. And we did um, stuff that DC should have uh, done. Uh, sort of thing. I forgot exactly how we laid it out, but you know, stuff they could have done better with the movies, but um Juwan, Joel, Kanan, I had a great time talking. Um, i got to get back to some stuff, but uh, you guys have a great show. I know you will. All
1: right, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. So um, yeah, you know, Dane kind of touched on a little bit about, you know, his, his thoughts. I know there's a lot of people that are going to have reservations about Josh Trank doing um, you know, any comic book film. You know, he he claims that Fox just butchered his movie, you know, and that's the same thing that uh, people, you know, some of the directors have claimed Warner Brothers has done. You know, David Ayer says that the Suicide Squad movie we got wasn't what he wanted. Uh, You know, we know that they made Snyder cut back on uh, BVS, that we ended up getting the Ultimate Edition. Uh, It's not even talk about Justice League. Um, But I do think Trent deserves redemption i think he really deserves another shot um and i think if he took the mindset he had with chronicle i think he could do a really good job with green lantern um like i said uh you know people were coming to us yesterday and saying uh you know oh you know like i said again they didn't read the article we never said he was going to be the director the, our source told us that he was on their list, that it's just a wish list. It's the same stuff with uh, DiDario and Lively and uh, Kirby for those roles, uh, Canary Huntress and, um, well, Vanessa Kirby for, Huntress, or for uh, Canary as well. Those are just all on the wish list. You know, right now we don't know. I don't know for 100% that Warner Brothers has even talked to Josh Trank. Uh, he's filming another movie right now. So once that's done, maybe they'll talk to him. Uh, but, uh, Joel, what do you think about Josh Trink doing a Green Lantern film? Do you, do you think he deserves another shot?
2: Uh, I'm always down for redemption. Uh, I, I, so, am sure. He definitely deserves another shot. I just don't think Green Lantern's the right choice. It might be a little much right away, um, uh, right now, I think he's doing a smaller movie. I think what Sponzilla is—that's his movie, the one with Tom Hardy.
3: So, yeah, working a big time that,
2: actor though. Yes, it is, but it's also a, probably a smaller movie, like in general, more indie-like. Um, it's a big property. The Green Lantern is a big property. A lot of people, I know me specifically, have been waiting for another Green Lantern movie. To me, he was shamefully left out of the la, the last uh, Justice League movie, or just in general uh, and and mainly because of that last movie left a sour taste in the, in the, the company, um, which I thought was uh, unjust. And so I know for a fact that I want a redemption story for the Green Lantern Corps. And that's what we're getting. Jeff Johns is writing it. Um, and his, his, we know Jeff Johns can write the fucking Green Lantern. So all we need
1: is a director to just
2: write the ship, you know, just to, to bring it to life, you know? And I don't, I have no doubt Josh Trank probably has the ability to do it. I just think it's a risky choice to go with Josh Trank, especially right now, for both sides. Even for Josh, it's like I don't know if I want to go through all that again. Uh, I probably he probably has way more creative control over Fonzo than he'll probably ever have on Green Lantern Corps, especially knowing Warner Brothers' you know, uh, history of meddling in their own right. So maybe for both sides, it's probably better off not happening. Uh, but I have no doubt that they're probably looking at him, because they, they probably do know that just Drink isn't a bad director. I have no doubt that he's not a bad director. Uh, Fantastic Four was just not that movie. And it's one of the very few movies, comic book movies that I just did not like. I, 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 it's very rare I don't like something, and that movie was something I just, I never bought that movie. I didn't get it, and I never, I just, it wasn't good. I mean, the first, it started pretty good, but it just crashed middle to end and it was just like yuck. And um I have no doubt a lot of that had to do with meddling, but at the same time it I right now maybe you not the best for both sides to to join forces for this movie.
1: Yeah, as far as the characters go, I mean I really like the cast. My biggest problem was how do you mess mm-hmm. up Dr. Dane so bad? I mean I mean so he was awful. I just I what mean it was too. Yeah, yeah, total waste. So, uh, I mean, that's definitely something that would uh, have to be worked on. And I think him and Jeff Johns could collaborate and uh, come up with something decent. But uh, like I said, this is just, you know, right now it's just somebody that, that, that's high on their list. I mean, we're definitely going to get other names. They're not just going to look at one person. Uh, but, uh, Juwan, what do you think about Josh Trank uh, being on Warner Brothers' list to direct uh, Green Lantern?
0: I'm completely fine with it. Uh, I have no issues with the idea of Trank being the director. Um, I don't hold Fantastic Four against him. Uh, even if he did, uh, you know, become an issue or whatever, the, you know, uh, people are saying about his involvement in that movie, uh, there is some stuff you could pull from that movie and go, that wasn't that bad. Uh, there were aspects of that movie that, that weren't horrible. I mean, I looked at the first Fantastic Four, and I'm like, kind of thought that movie was, no, not the first one, I'm sorry, I'm lying. The second one, I thought the second one was abysmal. I can't even sit through that whole thing uh, because I thought it was that bad. Uh, don't get me wrong, I can't sit through Fanforestick either, but <laughs> I just want to say that there's been bad Fantastic Four movies before his. Uh, so it's not like he messed up the franchise. Um, But the main reason why I'm behind him is, and again, this is just purely my opinion, I knew nothing of James Gunn before Guardians of the Galaxy, the sliver. And I thought that was hot garbage. I mean, I even took that movie for what it was, and I thought it was hot garbage. Um, So I was just kind of like, why? (laughs) Why are you getting this guy? Um, And it turned out to be really good. I mean, sometimes it just works to where guys are better in more comfortable situations. Maybe Walter Hamada can um, make a comfortable situation for Trank. Him and John can work together, be really comfortable together, and he creates something magical. Um, So, I mean, I'm voting more towards that positive side than the negative side of he probably shouldn't dip his toe back into the waters of these big budgeted films. Uh, But I just have the faith, and if you've been away from it for so long, Uh, And it wasn't the most ideal situation. We all know how how horrible Fox can be at times. Uh, I mean, X-Men Wolverine Origin was was a movie. So let's let's, let's not like Fox is just shitting rainbows over here. Um, So, I mean, I'm going more towards that idea. The idea of he's been out of it for a while. If he feels comfortable, I give him my support. And if Warner Brothers has him on their short list, I'll even agree with Dane. He's not in my top five. He never was. I didn't even think of Trank. So I don't want to make it sound like, yeah, this is the guy I would have went from from the beginning. I didn't even think of him. I have like eight other directors I would have liked to have seen get the job. um, But I don't have an issue with it uh, because if it's something he really wants to do and there's no interference, uh, I say, I mean, let him do it
1: yeah and I mean that was a and that was another thing too you know uh, you know for the most part, I mean when we broke that um I really expected a lot of people to just to hound us, and they really didn't I mean everybody was really professional um, outside of a couple of jackasses that I won't name uh, but for the most part, I mean nobody came to us and really like dogged us or or whatever because I mean honestly, just like you said, no one thought of Josh Trank. so we're not making this shit up. we have a legit source I trust my source on this. Uh, I know the stuff that they've broke before, so I trust our source. Um, Like I said, it may not ever happen, but, you know, we're going to report it. And, uh, you know, lots of stuff gets reported and never happens. Uh, But at the same time, I even put in the article, we're not in the scoop business. Um, It's not something that we strive to do um, like, you know, other outlets. But when we get something, I mean, we want to break it. And uh, I don't think you should always shit on an outlet that uh, isn't necessarily as big as some of the other ones. I think everybody really needs to uh, to look at it with an open mind. Uh, mm. You know, the site hashtag show, a lot of people give them shit. No, they don't get everything right, but um, the last couple of things they broke and then Variety or THR come out and, and ran with as, as exclusive, those outlets get all the credit. Hashtag show, no, nobody talks about them, nobody uh, references them, you know, you don't see the Hollywood Reporter saying uh, hashtag show was the, the first one to break this, so we're not going to get that credibility, you know, no one's going to say Geek Eyes Nation was the first to do this, you know, somebody on Collider might mention us or something like that, but I, I do appreciate everybody being professional and, uh, you know, really just, you know, coming at us with their opinion, you know, everybody was really cool about it, so I appreciate that, um, but you know we're gonna we'll we'll see what happens and uh, hey we broke the uh, uh, John Mullaney being Spider Ham didn't get any didn't get any reporting on that. But we broke that. We reported that before anybody. So, you know, it's not like we put bullshit out there. We're not out there trying to get attention with a bunch of fake news. And, you know, like Juwan said, nobody would have even thought of Josh Trank. So why the hell would we even mention him? If I was going to really try to get credibility and make people think that, uh, you know, I would have said Matthew Vaughn, or I would have said Alfonso Saron or somebody like that. I mean, Josh Trank, nobody's going to name that. So, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, Let's jump into, uh, well, you know what? Let's go to Marvel for a little bit. We've talked enough DC for the time being. Um, it's been speculated, but we finally got confirmation from Netflix that Daredevil Season 3 is going to be released this year. Man, Netflix has been pushing it out this year. We've had Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. We're getting Iron Fist. And now we're getting Daredevil. Uh, come on, Punisher Season 2. We need you. Uh, so, I'm going to start with you, Jawan. What, what are your thoughts on uh, Netflix confirming that we're getting Daredevil Season 3?
0: Uh, the only thing that makes me super curious is uh, we know Jessica Jones Season 3 is being filmed now. Punisher is done, so those two will be the highlights of next year. So, I'm curious, since we've had four this year. or am I, No, we have four this year. Um, next year, are we only having two? I mean, because if so, like that's that's really crazy that they gave us four in one year. I do see, you know, they did come out and say that it would come out this it, Daredevil will come out this year, but I wouldn't be shocked. Well we will know more when we go to New York Comic Con because they're gonna have a um, a trailer debut there. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if they hold it till next year, so they have three unless they've been filming something secretive. Uh, Marvel related for Netflix that they'll surprise us with uh, next year which would be freaking awesome um, but I mean I think that's what surprises me the most uh, I, I mean I'm really excited Daredevil's coming back last time we saw him he was pronounced dead uh, Foggy thinks he's dead Karen thinks he's dead um, you know we know he's still alive know. yeah we know Kingpin yeah. uh, King is supposed to be coming back they're supposed to be getting, um, what's his name, uh, Bullseye. Bullseye. Time. So I'm really, really, really interested to see how that connects. Like the kingpin, uh, once Daredevil comes back, does he go, you know what, I don't have time for this. Let me hire this big-time assassin to take him out. Uh, but we do know, Joel, I believe from the uh, reports, that Bullseye doesn't start off as Bullseye. It's supposed to be like a, a cop, right?
2: Yeah, some weird shit about a cop. Uh, maybe that could have been, like, fault like in disguise so no one got got the idea because a couple months ago we thought he was Sin Eater <laughs> based on all the right. reports and then we right. find out it's a mean, fucking Bullseye.
0: I did see in, in a, or not see I did read in a comic somewhere that there was a, a time where Bullseye was the um, was a cop uh, kind of got really um, kicked off about Daredevil always coming in, saving the day from the cops and stuff like that It built kind of like this jealousy thing uh, he went beyond his bat to kind of try to take out Daredevil. Uh, and when it didn't work, he kind of went into more um, non-legal approaches to, to get his revenge. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if that's the route they're going to go to where by the end of the season he turns into Bullseye. Or, like you said, is it a front? Does Is he, you know, spotlighting as a cop, but really he's out there doing dirty work for the underworld? He knows. Um, but I am really excited. But the biggest thing that's going around my head is the idea that we're getting four Netflix series this year. Insane. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that would be a pretty cool concept. I could see that where you know he there could be a cop that moonlights as an assassin under you know uh, on, you know in disguise and crosses paths with the Daredevil, or he just become or he's just a cop that uh, is really jealous of Daredevil, and that kind of leads him uh, down that role. But I think him having a dual identity, almost like a Dexter, uh, where he's a, you know, cop by day, killer by night, uh, would be, you know, pretty cool. I'm just glad we're getting Bullseye. I hope that we get the Bullseye um, by the, you know, towards the end of the season, because I'd really like to see um, where they go with it. I I don't think we're going to get to see, you know, the outfit um, it took us a season just to see any glimpse of Iron Fist outfit, but um, yeah, I mean it's pretty, you know, pretty interesting. So, what do you think, uh, uh, Joel, on uh, the news that we're definitely getting Daredevil this season, and uh, kind of talk a little bit about you know what your hopes for the season are?
2: Well, uh, I I kind of figured. I mean, I figured since last year we would get all four this year based on how the filming was going. I'm like. If everything goes according to plan, we can get one every quarter and that's kind of what it looks like we're going to get one every quarter. Um so I'm all I'm all cool with it. Like um Iron Fist season 2 should be coming out in like by I think September 7th. So it makes sense for Iron Fist to go first because there's uh he's being inspired by the death of Matt to become something more than he is um and that's at least how the, the teaser started so you kind of see where why iron fist would be released first even though they kind of both finished around the same time um and then you have daredevil being they have to explain how he survived that because if you did see the end of defenders it's like how the fuck did he? Survive? how did he survive that uh and then i love daredevil is my favorite series so I'm not going to bitch about them like him coming out around Christmas time if the, if the show comes out around maybe December or late November or whatever the fuck time they want to do it. Um, but I, I'm so down. Like, I can't wait to see Bullseye. We waited three seasons to see Bullseye. I have. <laughs> like I, I can't wait to see what they're going to do with him, how he's going to look, how he's going to sound. Um, will they make any adjustments to the costume? Um, how everybody in that world is doing... Uh, I love Daredevil. It it is my favorite Netflix show, and apparently it's back to form, even though I don't remember it falling out of form, because I love the first two seasons. Um, And, yeah, I'm excited. I really am excited to see where it goes, and hopefully in New York Comic Con we'll get more information, because I have no doubt if it is coming out this year, we'll get a trailer at New York Comic Con.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that either. I mean, them coming out and saying that this season was going to kind of go back to the, um, form, you know, the roots of the first season and, you know, back home yeah. Like, I remember the second season having a lot of acclaim, so I don't really get where there was so much negativity that they felt they had to go, um, you know, that they felt they had to go back to that. Um, right. But before we move on, does anybody else got any comments uh, in regards to um, Daredevil uh, being released this year?
0: Yeah. Um, if, if we officially do get Bullseye, I will say I think we will get him in his comic-accurate costume before the season's over. Because if if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Joel, correct me if I'm wrong, Daredevil hmm. season one ended with the new costume right?
2: It, it ended with a costume. Yeah. The red one, the last episode, yeah. he had the red. Yeah. costume. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I can see an all out battle. Cause I don't, I, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't see bullseye being a lasting villain. Uh, I just don't, I see them giving the fans the service of giving us the character we've wanted. So I see them building him up in this season, uh, all out battle, probably in the season, like in the last episode, uh, and, and then, you know, seeing Daredevil probably in a more updated version of his costume versus Bullseye in his. Uh, and, I mean, they could do so many different things with it. Because remember, um, Colin Farrell just had the thing on his head. He didn't have the mask. Yeah. So I'd be really and it worked interested for me. In seeing. <laughs> it worked. It was great. I was fine with it. I mean, the movie yeah, overall was horrible. But and I his was fine accent. with the look. Right. Exactly yeah. He was it. really good as, as, uh, as Bullseye. So I could see them going. A more modern route, so it won't be the costume that we know from the comics, but it'll be it'll be yeah. a version of that, yeah, it'll be a version of that that I think they'll be they'll be okay with, fans will be okay with uh and I definitely think we will see a more updated version of Daredevil's costume. it won't be the same one that we saw him pretty much almost die in, Mike,
1: right. yeah, and I mean we. We didn't really touch on it. We won't really talk about it too much. But, of course, you know, there was that uh, Instagram photo that came out um, teasing a a potential villain for Punisher 2. Looks Mm -hmm. like they might be going with the Russian, which, uh, you know, in the movie, the Russian was played by Kevin Nash. Uh, Mm -hmm. That was, like, one of the best scenes in the entire movie. I really loved the Thomas Jane Punisher. Yeah, it it, it definitely was uh, one of the best. Um, uh, But... Um, you know, lots of great stuff coming, man. I I'm actually rewatching The Punisher right now, uh, just to kind of get caught up on stuff. Um, you know, really enjoying it the second time. You know, more than the the first. It's a it's a little it's a little slow at first, kind of getting everything. But I, I love the relationships. They're you know, awful. <laughs> yeah yeah, they mm, I, I thought Daredevil season two really picked up, man, because especially with Punisher, dude, they work so well together? I just thought that was a great season. They did. That's why, like I said earlier, I don't see how people can act like they need to go back to form unless they're talking about just going back and focusing on Daredevil only. Um and not so much, right. you know, focusing on other characters within the universe. Right. Um, so we've got about twenty minutes left. So we'll talk a little bit about DC's animated sleep. Uh, right now, if you've seen, well, they, they, they showed the DC uh, Death of Superman film at Comic-Con. Uh, if you've seen it by now, you know, I, I, in my opinion, it's um, great. Uh, I haven't seen it. uh, definitely, and what I think about it, I I love the ending a lot more than the movie because it teases a lot of upcoming stuff. Um, of course, um, some stuff came out this week that Karen Monaghan, who plays uh who we call the Joker. I think he's the Joker on Gotham <laughs> is gonna voice uh Superboy in the Reign of Superman. Uh, but then they've got the Reign of Superman coming out. Uh they've got uh Hush and they're doing they're doing Red Sun too, I think. So, I think that's uh, not uh, next uh, an season. animated movie. You, got Hush. you have
2: uh Justice League versus uh Fatal Five, I believe is one of them.
1: Yeah, and they've got the Constantine movie coming out. Matt Ryan does the voice of that. That's a hard R movie. It's animated, so that's definitely something too. Yeah, I Uh, think it's the same one I saw. saw, Go ahead. Okay, yeah, let's talk a little bit about it. What what movie are you most anticipating? Since you haven't seen Death of Superman, I'm sure Reign of Superman probably isn't on the top of your list, but it could be. It isn't because I haven't seen it, but uh, I'm I'm still excited for it because
2: they're doing it. <laughs> like we never we've never gotten that. Uh, they kind of skip that part where every time they do the Death of Superman. So to see it come to life is uh, just the idea. Cause I I don't even want to look at the trailer yet. I want to watch Death of Superman before I watch uh, the Reign of Superman uh, trailer. Uh, so I'm still excited for that. Like I'm so down for Reign of Superman, and whatever they go for with that, because I still haven't watched that, and I hopefully I'll get to watch it this week if I'm lucky. Um, but the thing that really caught my eye was Hush. Like Hush is uh, one of the more legendary storylines from the Batman, and we've heard rumors that they were going to do an animated movie of it, and it, they announced it. So, I am really psyched to see how what the the voice cast is going to be. Are they going to do Hush in the DC animated universe they've developed that that that's the same universe that uh, Death Death Superman is in or is it gonna be hush its own thing like its own standalone thing just like uh Batman Ninja or some shit like that where it's its own universe I'm very curious to see what direction they go in there um Justice League versus Fatal Five I don't know much about the Fatal Five I know I swear I've read about them recently I don't know why, but I, I, it sounds familiar to me. Um, but I look forward to anything with the Justice League in it, so that excites me. Um, was there another one? I swear there was another one. I thought there was four of them.
1: Well, that's why I thought Red Sun was one of them. But you said it's not coming out next year. But I could have swore I saw where they were going to they were going to do that movie because I remember. I'll what, look I it up. Them, so. I, I,
2: <laughs> I don't
1: remember uh, maybe I got I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Oh no in, in regards to the uh in regards mm-hmm. to the Fatal Five, um, a little bit about them. It looks like they were created by Jim Shooter in nineteen sixty seven uh, and they mm-hmm. first appeared in adventure comics. So it looks like uh uh Emerald Empress, uh mm-hmm. the Rock
2: Yes, yeah, yes.
1: uh, Validus Mono and the Persuader. Um, which The yeah. Persuader is, I think he's been uh, featured a lot more in Superman-type uh, comics th- than than pretty much any of the other ones. I, the other ones I don't really remember too much, but The Persuader. Uh, oh, so here it is. It's uh, Reign of Superman, uh, Hush, uh, Wonder Woman Bloodlines.
2: There you go. Wonder Woman Bloodlines Yes, is the fourth one. I don't know anything about that, but I'm happy they're doing a Wonder Woman one. <laughs>
1: it's been a while. Will it be standalone yeah. or
2: will it be in the universe? I'm curious.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts on uh, the animated lineup, uh, Juwan?
0: Um, it sounds great. Uh, I see that. If, like Joelle said, if it's all in the same universe, we know what's going to come out first, second, third, and fourth. Uh, because of um the the way they left the last movie. Uh, I will Mm -hmm. say Hus is what I'm most interested in, only because I know they do their own... (laughs) No. I know they do their own interpretations of storylines. I did not like the different interpretation they took on Court of the Owls. And I definitely didn't like the different interpretation that they did on um, Bruce and Talia's created son. I can't remember his name. Mm -hmm. Uh, and,
1: crap! Uh, I can't remember. Funny. Yeah, he
0: not. I was weird. About, right? <laughs> was um, weird yeah. I just, I really didn't like it because I was just like, man, you kind of built up this, you know, Batman-killing kind of guy. Why wouldn't you let that play out? Like, let that finish out. Why would you? I mean, spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it, but it came out like three, four years ago. But Talia ended up killing it. And I'm just like, that was super weak. Like, <laughs> I don't get that. And then you incorporated Batwing. It, it just became a, a visual mess.
2: That um, was enough it to get a nice lot lot But it gave me more of Batwoman that I didn't know anything about, that at least not that much about, and so I got more of that. That was cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, as critical as I'm sounding, I didn't think Batman Bad Blood was a bad movie. I just thought, right, I right, mean, right. you were taking certain liberties. I was just like, okay, you're doing a little too mm-hmm. much now. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm curious as to is Hush going to be, and I, by accurate, I don't mean like crush off the pages, I just mean more so to where it's catered to what the comic did, or are you completely making it your own? Because that's what they did with Court of the Owls, and that's what they did with Son of Batman, and that's what mm-hmm. they did with um, pretty much the death of Batman. So I'm curious, are they going to make it their own?
1: Superman.
0: Um, yeah, Wonder Woman, I am. I got so excited when jell told me about that, only because the original came out like 16 years ago. Not that long, I'm exaggerating, but... It came out of forever ago. has been a while. And you're, j- and you're just now working your way to doing a, uh, a sequel. So I'm more interested in is Susan Eisenberg. No, she didn't do the voice of the, that movie, did she? I don't think oh, she did. was Carrie Russell, I believe. Oh, okay, those. Carrie Russell. Thank you. It was Carrie Russell. Um, I've grown to love uh, Rosario Dawson voicing Wonder Woman. So I'm curious yeah. are they going to strike while that's still hot or are they going to go a different route? Um, because I think if you're going to do a sequel to the first one, you owe it to whoever was the voice of that first one to continue what they started uh, or to finish what they started rather. Um, so, I mean, a lot of questions, a lot of questions. Uh, the Justice League movie can't take place till after the reign of Superman. <laughs> so, so um, I don't If it's in the
1: same about. universe.
0: <laughs> if it's in the same universe, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, I so I, I don't have much to say about that until so I find out more. Um, but I think as far as getting a teaser trailer to Hush, I think New York Comic Con will get a trailer for one of those four or five uh animated movies. Uh Rain of Superman already ha already has one, I, I believe. Or it's somewhat yeah. of a trailer. Um, like a teaser. I think yeah, I think we'll get the full length trailer to it in October and maybe one more. Um, but I'm really excited for their, their animated play. They're doing great things with their animated world, man. Just keep it consistent and keep it good.
1: Mm. Yeah, I've heard a lot of mixed reactions on Batman Ninja, and uh, I didn't really care for the killing joke. I felt like that just kind of deviated from the uh, source material a little bit. But, I mean, all in all, I mean, for the most part, uh, it's just the it's lineup it does extend it
2: necessarily. All it really did.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean but that that part kinda of was very cringy, but you know for the most part they make really they, great movies. Uh, so I'm looking forward do. to what's coming up. Alright, so let's man, there's been a lot of D C news this week. Really I mean there's really not much uh Marvel uh I had them, I had you them high. to talk about other than <laughs> other than Daredevil and that Punisher. Um but you know, hopefully we'll get some Captain Marvel stuff around uh, New York Comic Con. Uh, but let's talk of uh kind of the last topic before we close out. Uh the Flash. Uh according to production, uh the Flash is set to go into production uh next year. So uh we know they definitely got a director, um or directors for the film. Uh yes directors. Uh which if you saw Game Night, uh they did a great job. Uh and they uh they wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. Is that correct? Am I correct on that? Uh,
2: they, they were writers on Homecoming, yes.
1: Yes, okay. So what are your thoughts, Juwan, on The Flash potentially um, actually starting production next year? Do you think it's going to happen?
0: Uh, I Again, I want to trust Walter Hamada only because uh, under his new reign, uh, Aquaman, I believe, is is. Uh, the first thing under his new regime, Shazam, and then Wonder Woman '84. So those all, all three of those look to be uh, look to be really good. Well, Wonder Woman I can't really speak on, so I take that back. But Shazam and Aquaman <laughs> look, look yeah,
2: really
0: thinking. good. Um, yeah, as I said, I'm just like, wait a minute, we haven't even seen anything of it. Um, Aquaman and Shazam look look to be pretty good movies. So I mean, I trust that under his new regime, everything seems like it's going to be going as planned. Uh, And, I mean, listen, Ezra Miller at this point has to be like, listen, guys, (laughs) you know, figure something out for me. Like, come on, man. Give me a movie. Don't give me a movie. Let's figure something out. Um, I'm going to say it's going to happen. I would really like that movie and Batman to come out the same year. Uh, Ideally, I don't think it will happen, uh, but ideally I would love it. Uh, Batman to get November and Flash to get – uh, sometime in the summer uh, of the following year. I think that would be really good for both of, those, uh, both of those franchises. But, yeah, as of now, I'm going to say I trust that it will get made and it will come out uh, in 2020 when I hope Batman comes out also.
1: So, yeah. All right. So what are your thoughts on uh, the Flash movie, uh, Joel? Do you think it's really going to finally happen? Are we really going to get this movie off the ground? I do, uh, I
2: do. Uh, it seems like everything's trending towards in the right direction. Uh, like Joanne just said, like we, the next three movies are set. Like we got Aquaman's for sure. Uh, Shazam is for sure. Wonder Woman is in progress. Uh, everything else is a question mark. But it looks like Birds of Prey is next, and the Flash and the Batman will follow. It's just a matter of which ones uh, which ones first. Um, hopefully things are, go smoothly and we'll have uh, them start filming in February. That means we'll probably get more information towards the end of the year. At least that's what I'm hoping for. Cause I I can't wait to see what a solo Flash film will look like based on what I've seen from Shazam and Aquaman and seeing how that, you could see um, David Sandberg's vision in Shazam. You could see James Wan's vision for Aquaman. I want to see what these guys have and their vision for the Flash and what it looks like. And so, because I'm more more, and more or less more excited to see more of the solo films. I've already seen what Patty Jenkins has in store for Wonder Woman. I just want to see how she progresses it. So, this is the next big solo film. I So, I can't wait to see what their interpretation of The Flash is, what storyline they go with. We've heard rumors that it might have a Back to the Future-esque feel to it. So, I'm excited for that. Um, yeah. So, I, I really hope it is going through. I do have faith that it will. And... I, I I'm just happy for Ezra and that whole Flash family because we've been it's just been a whole it's been a mess you know for a while so hopefully we can get something solid.
0: I will say the yeah. most important thing. Oh, I'm sorry, and I was just gonna say the most important thing these directors need to work on for this Flash movie more important than anything else. Teach the Flash how to properly run. I don't know what kind of ice skating <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> Zack <laughs> Snyder and Josh Whedon had Ezra going through in Justice League, right. so no one People wants to do no that thing. again. Teach the poor kid how to actually run, uh, so we can get an actual running class. Yeah, they
2: had him running, running, on, a, uh, yeah, had
1: him running no. on a. Tra- it was, yeah, it was so awkward, man. Yeah, you're right. It's I mean, there were some. Really good, but like some of them, it's just with that slow motion. I mean, he was like throwing his arms out like he was swimming. I mean, it was like, come on, guys! They well, like they, they Yeah, they perfected yeah, it, it on a. Yeah, they perfected it on a low-budget television show. You can't get this correct on a high-budget movie. I mean, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, as, as far as my opinion. This is great news, but like I said earlier, this is one of the three movies I feel like Warner Brothers really has kind of dropped the ball on, uh, getting out of the gates. The Batman one being uh, one of them, Flash. And then definitely uh, the sequel to uh, uh, Superman, Superman. you know, Man of Steel. Uh, Of course, you know, right now, there's all the stuff with Henry Cavill. Uh, Right now, I mean, he can market himself as uh, as a top-tier actor. I mean, he is uh, performance in Mission Impossible has been nothing but uh, praise. Uh, McQuarrie loves working with him. I mean, they're even talking about doing a Superman movie together. Warner Brothers can get this resolved. Uh, apparently him and Tom Cruise have a great relationship together. So who's to say they won't do a movie down the road? Um, you know, Cavill actually filmed another movie right before he finished uh, or before he started on uh, Mission Impossible that he's going to be in. Um, So, Warner Brothers, man, you got to get it going, man. If you lose Affleck, you can't lose Cavill as well. Um, Right. I mean, the guy lives and breathes to play Superman. You know, get it done. Pay him what you want. Let him have a little bit of creative uh, freedom. Uh, I think that would really work because he sounds like he's got some great ideas for how he wants to play Superman. And honestly, man, if Warner Brothers lets this guy walk, I would not be upset if Marvel came knocking and found a role for him, Captain Britain, I mean, anybody, bring that guy in as, as somebody to carry the torch in the MCU going forward. I mean, you could even get him to be Nova. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff that you could really have uh, Henry Cavill come in and do because he's such a class act. Uh, I mean, he's one of the few good guys out there in Hollywood. So that's I tell something you, they definitely got to do. I, I tell you through. what. I tell you what,
0: and and this would make me really lose faith in Warner Brothers. If you let Henry Cavill or Ezra Miller, well, not Ezra Miller, if you let Henry Cavill walk and you keep the charade with Ben Affleck, I will lose complete faith. You have one guy who's dying to be a part of your franchise, and you're going to hold on to a guy who is sitting there teetering on whether or not you think he wants to continue. Like, that to me makes absolutely no sense. Absolutely no sense. And I'm telling you, I wouldn't be the only one who would say, I may have to take a break from you for a little bit, DC.
1: Yeah, I think they would lose a lot of fans if they let Henry walk. I think they they feel like they're kind of being a little too uh, – they're playing too much hardball, Warner Brothers is. I mean, I know that Cavill's agent – uh, you know, Danny Garcia, she wants to get him paid. I think he's got great representation with her. Uh, I wouldn't expect mm-hmm. any less. I mean, they're probably paying the rock uh, for the Black Adam movie that we've been waiting 16 years to see. Oh, so, <laughs> I think they can pay uh, what he wants. Because they are it, that, I'm telling you, if they let him walk, where does this universe go? I mean, do you just forget about Batman and Superman, or and then just keep on with, you know, we don't know that Shazam's going to be a hit. We don't know what's going to happen, so we can't bank on it. We hope Aquaman will be uh, because everybody loves Momoa and we want to see him continue. Uh, and then you've got Wonder Woman, but can they really like just keep going with Wonder Woman films? I mean, they need Cavill. He wants to be in this universe. He wants to be them. And I'm serious, man. If I was Cavill, and They don't pay me, and they let me walk. They're just like, we don't care about your ideas. We don't want to pay you. You can walk. I swear I'd go right over to Marvel Studios. I'd knock on Kevin Feige's door. I'd say, where can I help? Where Let's get something going, me and you.
0: I tell you this. If I'm Kevin Feige, if I'm paying attention to the somewhat disaster that's going on between Henry Cavill and D.C., I have two characters right off the bat. I could easily uh three actually I could easily bring um Henry Cavill in for uh that sentry, that Adam Warlock and like you <laughs> said, Captain stuff. Brink. Yeah, no, I, would I think do he that could just I think he
1: could play But I think he could play Nova as well and they're they're wanting to go with the Eternals cosmic route. Uh I mean and then or, I mean, if they if they do something, maybe he could be something in X-Men. Maybe he could do something with Fantastic Four. I think he could probably be a decent Doctor Doom. I mean, I just think that he, seeing him play a bad guy in Mission Impossible, I'm just telling you, man, I mean, I'm talking about the guy I love as Superman. I'm, I'm like, dude, if you can't appreciate what he has to offer DC, then I'm offering him up to Marvel. And that's hard to do because Cavill is my boy. I love him as Superman. He is Superman to me, but if they are not, if they can't treat him the way he needs to be, then he's going to have to go. He's going to have to break up with Warner Brothers, kick that bitch to the curb, and go to where the party's happening, and that's down the street at Kevin Feige's office, and get in the MCU. I'm telling you, they would welcome him in with open arms. They're a family. They love working together, and he would fit right in. I mean, they do at DC as well. You can tell the cast loves working with each other, but there's too much politics going on at, at Warner Brothers, just way too much. And, uh, yeah. you know, and you can tell they're divided, dude. I mean, you got Ray Fisher and, and Jason Momoa at conventions talking about the Snyder Cut's better, and I love Zack Snyder. There's there's the division the between the cast of the DC films and Warner Brothers, and, you know, you don't see that with Marvel. So. Yeah, I
0: mean, listen, over the, that the worst, thing, worst thing to <laughs> possibly, if you're DC, <laughs> the worst possible thing to happen to you would be for Henry to leave as Superman and come over and become Sentry for for Marvel. That would be a wow. lose lose situation for so many cry. reasons. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, could you imagine that? I mean, him just—it's almost like Rick Rude showing up on Raw, uh, and then because it's taped, and then all of a sudden you see him show up on WCW. I mean, mm-hmm. people are going to be like, what?
2: Yeah, that actually happened. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's what I'm talking about. i like, we well, play like that. That's reality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, it's been a great show, man. I mean, we really was able to to pound out some topics. Uh, but before we go, let's uh, plug what you want to, Joel. And then real quick, plug what you want to, Juwan.
0: Uh, Bye.
1: But... Go ahead. go
0: ahead. No, nothing for me. Uh, we have a lot of stuff in store for you guys. Stay tuned. Make sure you go check out our all new website. Go ahead, Joel. Oh,
2: that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Promote the website. Go check out our website. We have. We are completely on top of every and all all the shit. <laughs> like everything. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous how, how, how up to date we are and how quick we are <laughs> up to date. Um, but just definitely check out what is the website? GVNations.com, wasn't it?
1: Yep, GVNation.com. Nice. And GVNation.com. huge, huge uh-huh. super
0: shout-out to Kanan, who got all that yeah. in preparation and keeps all that running and hosted tonight's show. Huge shout-out to Kanan. Yes, Kanan.
2: Yes, and share. I want to thank,
1: uh, thank you. And I want to uh, real quick uh, give a shout-out to our writers who are really busting their ass. Uh they're putting out content every day. Some people are writing yeah. three, four, or five articles a day. So shout out to Tia, shout out to uh, Martin, yeah. shout out to Kevin, shout out to Comic Book Chuck, Comic Book Talks, uh, Ange, myself. I'm writing on there. So everybody, man, congratulations on making it success. But we got 20 seconds. Uh, we're counting it down uh, on another great episode of Geek Vibes Live. So uh, it's been yep. fun. It's been real, and uh, we'll do it again next weekend, guys. For sure. All right, peace. Have a good one, everybody.